What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Habit of Happiness podcast. Indy and I want to take a second and thank you guys for the immense amount of support you guys have shown us over our first two podcast episodes. It has been so encouraging to us, and we look forward to creating more content for you guys in the future. Today, we're going to dive into what it looks like to push our comfort zones and how Indy and I have done this in our lives. But today, um, I, got a little, I got a little exercise for you. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> and so this I actually heard on the Condit Smear podcast, which is something that both of us uh, yeah. talked about, like we drew a lot of inspiration from, and we reference a lot when thinking of like ideas and ways mm-hmm. to structure um, this podcast. But basically, um, the first thing that I'm going to ask you is, so since it's the habit of happiness, right, and we're talking about some of the habits that we have. Um, what is one thing or habit, I guess, uh, that you would prescribe to the world, everyone in the world for 30 days? What's one thing that you would recommend that everybody in the world does for 30 days? For 30? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I have like two answers for this one because this is a good. Well, I said one thing, so I know I do. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to stick to one. I would say 30 days straight, one thing would be reading. I like I actually would say reading. I think you can learn so much from it. Reading what? I so I would argue that an educational book, something you can like take away something from. I think like a book where there's like a story and like a plot behind something, those books are good and they like expand your imagination. Like that's all I read when I was younger. Um but I would say a book where you like expand like your knowledge on something and just take time to do it. And in thirty days, honestly if you read like every day, you'll finish one book easily um yeah i would say reading i would also say journaling if if possible that's my number two so if anyone wants to argue journaling it's that one yeah um okay what has been like your experience with those things and how i know like you have we haven't even like talked about kind of like the december like dna or like detox and alignment Mm -hmm. stuff that we did which i'm sure we'll get into at some point but um what like how those things like help shaped um some of your habits like what and what ways have they helped you so you want me to talk about reading as i have suggested yeah or journaling okay um i would say for reading it has given me time actually away from technology and actually like learning something physically like i think the generation older than us they take time to read like I, i would say my mom and i don't know about your parents um but they like i've always seen her take time to like read at night or like not be on our phone and just relax and do that and for me I see that and I always like grew up seeing that and now like me doing it myself I feel like I'm not wanting to be on my phone during that time um I don't feel like anxious really or stressed and then also I see like the value that's going into me reading like a lot of the stuff I probably reference in here or Indy probably will um is from either like listening to podcasts or it's like reading like, for me, a lot of the financial stuff, if I ever mentioned that, like, it's all from a book that I'm reading right now. Um, so I'd say that's been a habit where it's built more mindfulness for me. And I think more mindfulness has led to me, like, feeling, like, happy, like, content with where I'm at. And then, like, yeah, sharing what I've learned. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, we've talked about that a lot, both, like, reading and journaling. And like I've mentioned this in the last episode, but I finished, like, three or so books in the last like six months or however long. And like, for me, that was huge. But, um, for me, if I could, I'm going to 
turn this question on myself. Jump if I could, if Go I ahead. could prescribe one thing, I because I, I was thinking about this, and I was like, the one thing that I feel like I prescribe is something that I haven't even done myself, and that is like for thirty days straight, for the first hour of your day, don't use your phone. Ooh. Like you can turn off your alarm, I guess, if that's your if that's your thing, but you can have it with you, like in your pocket, in your book bag, but don't use it for the first hour of your day. That'd be good. Because then I feel that like so the rest of my day I wouldn't be like as inclined to. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe the first few days I would like wait that first hour and be like, oh, like, and just like whip it out. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, but, it, but, yeah. but I think yeah. it would push me to not like, if I have a second where I'm like sitting down on like a bus or in a car mm-hmm. or something, I won't just like pull it out and be like, okay, let me like just monotonously like f- scroll through whatever. Um, yeah. But that's something that I'd want to try and I would push other people to try and just see if they could do it. Um, but for the next part of this question, sure. so I said recommend something to, everybody in the world but as partners in this podcast and as and as friends what is something you'd recommend for me for 30 days oh <laughs> something i would recommend to you for 30 days hmm that's a great question i would say i would probably hmm that's a really good one she's got me stumped a little bit i would probably say for 30 days, give yourself three, like, encouragement uh, little statements. You saying that I'm sad or something? <laughs> <laughs> Indy is, like, a sad boy. He talked about his music already. I know he said something about that. Yeah. I would say, uh, like, encourage yourself, like, three times a day. Mm-hmm. And, like, not – I wouldn't say, like, praise where it's, like, I am the center of the universe because, obviously, for us, um, our religion and faith in God comes before everything, including ourselves – but I would say, like, giving yourself, like, words of encouragement or, like, you know, like, you got this. Or, like, Indy, you can do this. That's what I would say. Mm. Yeah, I think that's definitely something that – because, like, I thought journaling would do that for me. But I think it's definitely a little bit different mm-hmm. when it's just, like, a simple – like, whether I like, would be working out or, like, mm-hmm. doing homework or, like, whatever. Whether, like, I could just write down, like, like you know, like, you're doing good yeah. <laughs> or, like, some literally something like yeah. that. But just kind of, like, reminding yourself of that I think would be – That'd probably be good. I could mm-hmm. definitely see myself like enjoying that and probably like taking away something from it. Yeah, and I, yeah, I just see it in you and also a lot of other people. They and I just I've seen it with you, especially. It's just you can go through your day like loving on other people, um, like giving into other people. Um, but I feel like a lot of time the people who give to others a lot take time or don't take time to like tell themselves like, hey, like it was really cool that you did that or something like that. So I'd say, yeah, try to do that for 30 days. We got, we got plenty of time to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thanks man. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> um, no worries. Dude, I was trying to think if I could prescribe you 30 things or like for 30 days. And I was <laughs> like, but I was like, it. I was like, this man Trent has done almost every habit. <laughs> no, I was way. Like, <laughs> no way. Um, Let's hear it. But I was trying to think of something along the lines of, so you're someone that's very, like task oriented and like you kind of feel like you always have to be busy Mm -hmm. um so and you have like a planner almost right or like do you like write out your day or do you like write things you want to do or oh yeah and mentally i have a plan always in my mind of like every hour what i'm doing what's going to go on and all my tasks yeah i would say (laughs) i would say for you to write down a to-do list of like two things and no more like only and stick to that and like because i mean obviously like get your homework done like whatever but you 
and like a lot of people do this like you have to fill your time with something and it's mm-hmm. like that constant because like almost some people's form of reassurance is just the fact that they get something done that was like oh like i need to be productive right now so i think and like knowing you like you're someone that like either wants to be busy by like reading journaling um like doing a podcast like this working out or um like whatever it may be you know so i think writing down literally two like one i would say like literally one thing just be like okay i want i want to do this today and then everything else would be kind of like more spur of the moment and like more what we're going to talk about today which is like breaking your comfort zone i think i think that would break your comfort zone a lot yeah that's funny here doing that because i i have a whiteboard that i i've had a calendar on and i usually write down some tasks i have to do um but it's upstairs in my room right now and i have like seven different things on it and like a couple of them are crossed off but like (laughs) yeah that's pushing my comfort zone for sure because that is not my norm i i love lists so yeah i'll I'll get i'll get with that i'll try it (laughs) that'll be interesting um but yeah i guess as a transition into what we're going to talk about today, um, Trent, uh, came up with this. So we should, uh, maybe touch on pushing our comfort zones and how like our experience with that, but also maybe talking about, um, like how you guys can do that, how you can push those around you to do that. Um, how you've done that already. And like, maybe just like reflecting on some of the experiences that you feel like have been uncomfortable and how actually like you might've enjoyed them. (laughs) I think we can look back a lot and, like say you took like a spontaneous trip with like a friend or like they dragged you to something that you thought you wouldn't want to go to. And you're like, you know, I actually kind of like enjoyed that or mm-hmm. I thought that was fun. So maybe think about some of those experiences for you while you listen to us talk about some of ours. But uh, yeah, I say we just get right into it. Yeah. So I would say most people, I feel like even for myself, our comfort zone is what we do on a daily basis where it's just like, hey, I'm going to get up. I'm going to take a shower i'm gonna eat breakfast i'm gonna go through my whole day doing everything i normally do i'm not gonna really change anything and it's just gonna be like that would you agree with that because i feel like that's really comfort to you you're doing the same thing yeah you're not actively seeking out something that's different or something that like pushes your boundaries or challenges you yeah Yeah. i would would agree with that yeah so i think i think that's a difficult thing because for me as indy's saying i'm really task oriented so it's like how in my day do I try to squeeze in an intentional time where it's, I do something different? And routines like innately aren't bad, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not bad to have a set of things like you want to do or have like a morning routine. Like I have one, um, yeah. those things aren't bad, but it's also like encouraging to like introduce like new things into your routine because then like that's how you develop and that's how you grow. One of my, one of my good friends, <laughs> um, has a tattoo might and might be listening <laughs> to this so <laughs> might be a quick shout out to shout him out. um but he has a tattoo <laughs> that says uh life begins at the end of your comfort zone and Say that again. life begins at the end of your comfort zone and Ooh. i think Ooh. i mean i, I that's <laughs> that's something that's that cool, i definitely agree with and people probably hear maybe often or like have heard it before because i feel like yeah. it's a common thing to hear but um i'd say that's definitely true like um, life begins and like new experiences and growth and like some of those times where you're like super uneasy and you're like, wow, like this is uncomfortable for me. Like, like I said, you walk away and you're like, wow, like this is actually really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I enjoyed meeting those people that I thought were going to suck, you know, mm-hmm. or something, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Those people that just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I would say the biggest challenge for me, usually when I'm thinking about how do I push my comfort zone? Which is weird because I feel like I'm a pretty independent person. Like I can do whatever I want. I feel like if I'm like going out to do something like food, groceries or like 
exploring something new, like, I feel like it is so hard for me to go alone. Have you ever felt that? Because, like, going alone to, like, groceries or, like, exploring something has been a huge challenge for me. Absolutely not. Really? <laughs> no, dude. I really? love doing things alone. And wow. that, I'm so I'm so introverted that like <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> No, but like when you work out, like and you text me like, Oh like let's go work out, I'm like, frick. I was like <laughs> I'm like, I wanna work out alone, you know, like I wanna do these things by myself. Um dude, that's crazy. So I it's it's hard for me, honestly, like to do that with other mm-hmm. people and to like if I'm going to because if I'm going to the grocery store, if I'm going to do something, like yeah. I wanna do what I'm there to do and I don't wanna have to Wait for someone else. Or yeah, or which is else. something that's like has prevented me from like hanging out with a lot of people, but <laughs> and like something that I'm trying to work on. So I'm pretty much on like the flip side, I'd say, honestly. Yeah, that, that's crazy because I can see that in you though. But for me, like, I feel like grocery shopping was the very first time I experienced this where I was like, my dad was like, hey, go to the grocery and get this. And I was like, alone what do you mean <laughs> like <laughs> you know, like you're not gonna go with me uh but i feel like i went and i was like what's going on here like i totally lost the layout of where everything was and i was like this doesn't feel right and i was like nervous and i would say in that moment it's like that's where my comfort zone is being pushed it's like i'm nervous to do like a task where it's like some people like indie would find that so easy but for me i was like I've never done this before. Like, so then how have you tried to do more things alone? And like, what have you learned from that? Yeah, I would say how I've done it is just more of being like, buy more groceries, buy more. Yeah. <laughs> buy more groceries. Just go alone, do that. But I would say, um, it's been like thinking of ways I can just go do something. Like I went to this one place in Bloomington and like explored around outside and before that i was like i know that place is like really cool actually i did this two times so i'm getting better at it but before i was like oh i know these places are really cool but everyone's busy so i was like you know what like i have nothing to do like let's just do it and when i was driving there i kind of felt stupid i was like i'm going alone right now it's like explore outside and i just had that mental barrier where i was just like well this is weird like i don't do this like why am i doing it but like, again, I went there and I explored both those places. And I stayed there probably for like two hours at one. And it was just like a lookout over this lake. And it was super cool. And I was just sitting there and I was like, I felt like a sense of relief or like that I gained like a new insight to something where I had never done that before. And I was just like, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. That yeah. is good. Yeah. And it's, good. it's a process for me. Like I would say like, I can do whatever alone. Like, it's not like I'm unable to do it whatever alone, but I would say it's not always like the most comfortable thing for me. And that's just like having independence and like having someone else there to like encourage you or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think for me, and I mean, you know, this from last year, like when we, when we were in the dorm, like I, I was almost like never there. Mm-hmm. Right. Which was yeah. like, for me, kind of weird because I felt like I am someone like, I guess I'll just say this now, like now that I'm in an apartment, I kind of reverted to how I was in high school and just like, just go to my room and like, I'll just go to my room and like do what I want to do and like, like read or journal or whatever, or even just like nap or, you know, like Mm -hmm. whatever, rather than just like hang out like with my roommate or like my friend's apartment or like house that's like right next to mine, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, which is something that I, so like, I'm kind of on the opposite. Like I said, like I have noticed this year, especially that I want to push myself to do more of like, you know, I have three free hours. Like I don't need to be doing homework. I don't need to be 
like napping or thinking about life right now like i should like spend time with people mm-hmm. you know rather than waiting to like the weekend or like a designated time that i have like set you know just doing more spontaneous like oh like i'm not doing anything like let me go to like my living room instead of like my room you know yeah so what what do you think you would gain exactly from that and why do you think you would gain that like why do you want this change to happen because it's like yeah we know it's like pushing our comfort zone but like why do you want that push in your comfort zone? Yeah, that's a good question. I think the value that I see in that is developing like more of like a day-to-day relationship with those people mm-hmm. and like doing life with people because there's a lot of, and I feel like I've done a good job of that, like with you or like mm-hmm. the people that I'm super close with, yeah. but um, the people, maybe like my roommates or people that I haven't known for like five or six years, mm-hmm. you know, like there's a lot of daily life things that I feel like obviously like bring people together more and you learn more about people just like in their nuances and stuff. And, um, the value that I could see is definitely just like doing more of general life with people and learning more about them in their day-to-day activities rather than just like, I don't know, like I said, like certain designated times where like I see them and like, we're supposed to like be at the same place. I don't know. You got to read acts again. (laughs) <laughs> you do. I think it's Acts too. You got to read that again. But yeah, I would say like that's definitely important because then you get to see like a lot of new perspectives. Um, then you can learn from other people. And I like I would say now more that like I'm in college, I would say I'm more introverted. Like even though I like doing stuff with people, I also do think that like I need my time alone to like grow like that. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll encourage you to do that because. There's a lot yeah. of good stuff that's going on and like Which is why yeah. like going to like your place because you live mm-hmm. in a, a place of like four, four people. people. Yeah. And that's why I've like pushed myself almost to go over there like two or three times a week just to hang out in the living room or like yeah. I don't know, do whatever, even if it's because mm-hmm. I it's been fun and I think I've learned mm-hmm. more about you guys and um like been able to like realize certain things about myself and interacting with people, yeah. just like doing more casual things. Yeah. I guess. So this will be a big step for you because next year you're living with like eight people, aren't you? Yeah, I'm living with eight other dudes. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be a big step for you. even like, Which is honestly yeah. like one of the main reasons that I want to do it. And yeah. like is because I was like, I'm in such a comfort spot living with one person right now. And mm-hmm. next year I live with eight people and it'll be super uncomfortable mm-hmm. and like weird. But okay, A, I, I, I love the guys. Like they're, <laughs> yeah. they're great dudes. Yeah. And, and B, like I know that I'm going to learn a lot about myself and like my patients but mm-hmm. also like take like opening the door and then like being in a living room of a bunch of people like to me right now that's kind of scary but i'm sure i'm going to learn a lot about mm-hmm. like i said just like casually hanging out almost like if we were like brothers in a house or something yeah. you know so yeah i mean once you get to experience it it is cool like you've been to our apartment where mm-hmm. it's just like usually on the weekends people like hanging out like like you said like doing life together um so that'd be a good way for you to push your comfort zone um I, I would say I know it'll be a challenge and you'll want to like, you know, just go to your room, whatever. But I think that'll be good. I'm going to my room. Yeah, Screw just, you, mom. Yeah. yeah just gonna, um, tell your mom that. Okay. So moving on, I think um, something good for us or good for like people listening also just to maybe talk about a time that we did push our comfort zone mm-hmm. and like what we got from that, like what we learned. Um, so if you want to go ahead and start that ball rolling, what's the time that you felt like you pushed yourself in a way that or maybe it was on accident like you did something that like you really didn't want to do but you were dragged to it and then you're like wow like that was dope hmm. yeah huh that's that's good 
Um, so I would say always like trying something new has been like the ways I push my comfort zone. Um, so I would say a couple, it was, this was last week actually. So I had a friend, he wanted to go to this place called orange theory, which is like a fitness place, whatever. Um, and it's kind of like kind of the workouts I've been doing. They've been pretty cool. They're like high intensity workouts and there's cardio in it. So he like told me we should do it. And I was like super nervous for I don't know what reason because it's like I exercise and I work out I don't know why I was nervous but we got there and we walked in and there was just like this reception area then there's like this whole zone where it's like orange and I was like so uncomfortable for like no reason like I was just so uncomfortable and I was like well I'm here so I have to do it and I did it and it was like literally like a blast like him and I we talked about it afterwards we talked to the trainer and it was like so fun it was like 55 minutes of just like us competing so which something that like I really enjoy doing and we just like hung out and exercise that's like that's one way that I've been pushed um recently yeah yeah I mean I remember when you when you went there and you went with um and like you said that it was a good time and Mm -hmm. like you're someone that works out a lot though so I feel like but it was like a new environment of working Mm -hmm. out and it was like a new way for you to experience so it's definitely a way that you grew and Mm -hmm. I think um, push yourself in like an area that you were familiar with, but also like you said, like you grew from it. So, you know, that's good. Yeah. I I would say another one that I've learned from being in the business school is I joined this club. Um, and I didn't really know anyone. I know one guy in the club and I got invited to this like, um, like conference kind of where it was like the club members met with like some faculty and it was like over a nice dinner and like people were talking and I don't know why, honestly, if you guys are listening, I don't know why I was invited. I wasn't anything high up in the club, but, um, they like invited me to go to it and I got sat at a table with no one I knew. And they were all talking about like accounting stuff the whole time. And there was like accounting professor there and they were talking about these. Wait, was this dinner too? Was yeah. this over dinner? Yeah. <laughs> like, what were you guys eating? Uh, what was it? I think it was like some chicken and <laughs> like stuff, but it was good dinner. But I was like, I literally knew no one there. It was a whole new environment. It was like a business setting. Like I'd never eaten professionally in like a setting like that. And was that the hardest part? Was just knowing how to hold the fork. How how to like hold a fork professionally, like <laughs> with your fingers like a spoon or whatever. Yeah, new to me. But yeah, it was super uncomfortable. And the first like fifteen minutes, I just like kind of sat there and didn't talk to anyone. But I learned a lot. And like now, someone who I would call a mentor in my life kind of came from that event. I met him at that event, and um, we got connected through another thing through the business school. But I would say like. From out of that, like, I got a mentor out of it. I talked to my peers, and then, like, now I feel way better to go into that club and just, like, talk to someone about something, like, random. Um, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on that or any stories of your own? Yeah. Um, so the first one that comes to mind definitely is uh, one that you, I think you're familiar with already. Uh, last year over spring break, went to L.A. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I bought the tickets when I was on FaceTime <laughs> with my mom yeah. and I was like, you know, I really want to go. And she was like, well, you don't like really know what you'd be doing. And like, so I was supposed <laughs> to go there like for my cousin, like for a work thing. Um, but like that was a day and I was going to be there for like four or five days. But I was like, you know what? Screw it, mom. I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> and I went and I bought <laughs> these tickets because I actually got them at a really good price. Yeah. But I went to L.A. and I literally was supposed to be with my cousin for a day, if that. And originally I thought I could stay with them. That ended up falling through. So I got an Airbnb. I get there 
And I get in my Uber, and the dude that is Ubering me to my Airbnb is like, dude, you're going to Inglewood? And I was like, yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> and he was like, he's like, you're he's like, you're a white dude going to Inglewood. And he was like, you're in like this really sketchy part of town. He's like, do you know like what? Like, he's like, where are you staying? Like an Airbnb? And I was like, yeah. And he, I was like, you know, it'll be fine. Like, not, not every place mm. in this part of town has to be bad, right? I was wrong. <laughs> Definitely wrong. I walk in and like the dude is like, first of all, it's a bedroom. And then this other dude's room is right next to mine, like the owner of it. And it's just like a two bedroom apartment. And I'm like, okay, this is not what was advertised. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then also he just like laid down like all these rules and it like smelled awful. And it was just like this weirdest. And there's like a dog barking. And I just had like an absolute <laughs> panic attack. And I was like, this sucks. So... So I like pack up my stuff and I like walk out and I'm like, yeah, this is because the dude was being very sketchy, like very, very mm -hmm. sketchy. And I was like, yeah, um, I'm just going to go to another place that I had, like that I have an option to stay at. So I'm just going to leave and ended up getting a refund. So shout out Airbnb. But shout that was that was scary. And then I ended up staying in this thing called Podshare on Venice Beach. And it was it was literally like a warehouse of bunk beds. What? Like it was, it was just like a giant, Whoa. it was like a giant house almost, Whoa. but there was just bunk beds and there was like a shower hall and like a, like a bathroom or whatever. But then like outside there was like a mini like soccer field and like all this different stuff. I check in at like 10 30 PM cause nobody sleeps in LA. And, um, it was, it was like the weirdest experience. And I remember the first night I was like laying down. I was like, I want to leave. <laughs> I was like, this is <laughs> awful. <laughs> yeah. And there's like, I'm not learning anything. I'm not like, everyone's just rude. <laughs> Everyone mm -hmm. is just loud. And the city <laughs> there's, not, but long story short, I stayed there. And then after like literally looking at flights back to Fort Wayne, I, I wake up the next day and I was like, you know, I'm just going to like have try to have a good positive attitude. Um, I went to like this cafe on like next to Venice beach and I just sat there and I just like journaled about kind of like how weird the situation was, <laughs> got some coffee. Um, and then I just like walked the beach for a while and I was like, felt like definitely like, a lot more relaxed, mm -hmm. got a pretty sick Chaco tan line. And nice. <laughs> then, <clears throat> then like later in the trip, I ended up meeting up with one of my friends from IU and we like hiked the Hollywood sign and like did a bunch of that cool stuff. And then I met with my cousin the next day, like just for a little bit, um, some people from his company and stuff. But then I met this one Australian dude in like this pod share thing. Oh, yeah. And he was like the most adventurous, like it was, it was literally just the craziest thing mm -hmm. ever. Cause he was some dude that just like vlogs and like writes for, um, some publication back in Australia and about like different adventure things and hiking and whatever and outdoorsy stuff. And he was just telling me about like all the stuff he was going to do. So then like I spent one day just like walking around with him and he was showing me all these pictures of him, like the great barrier reef, like doing stuff Man. and it's different stuff he was doing in LA, like different stuff where he was headed next, like in New Zealand. Um, and he just like writes for this magazine and travels the world. And I was like, this is so cool. And I'd like yeah. meeting him and like talking to him about life, like, and hearing the Australian accent the whole time. I was like, this is dope. <laughs> like, so by the end of this trip, I was like, okay, LA is pretty awesome. Like I really enjoyed and like the scenery is great. Like mm -hmm. it's absolutely beautiful out there. Um, 
and then but ultimately i pushed my comfort zone because i just didn't like i was <laughs> across i'm from foreign indiana my name is literally indiana i think i've been to ohio once you know like i have not traveled anywhere um except for like maybe a few places but um never been outside the u.s and like la just was like as weird as it sounds like almost like a culture shock but by the end of the four days i was like wow like this place is cool like i have faith in humanity it was so cool to me all the people that i met like the world is awesome the earth is like beautiful um and like things work out and the people and like that pod share thing ended up being like super dope and i met some crazy people this one dude had like all face tattoos and <laughs> it was like threw me off he looked like a riffraff at first but like he, he was like super nice um Cornrows, yeah. and yeah so that was that's like the main thing that i was like okay this was the biggest comfort zone escape that i've ever had in my entire life but definitely one of the most life-changing and i remember coming back and talking to you and like mm -hmm. if any of my friends are listening like talking to them just like talking their ears off about how crazy this trip was and like yeah. nobody probably cared but <laughs> at the same time i thought it was we I, pretend. <laughs> yeah i thought it was so cool yeah i mean I, I have a professor also who she like has traveled the world alone and I like see her and she talks about all the stuff she's done and I'm like, she's like a boss. I'm just like, that's so cool. Cause for me, like traveling alone, like anywhere is like, yeah, that'd be difficult. I think, but like the people who like do what you did, like often that I, those people are like the people who are like, let's do it. Like, let's just go do something adventurous. And like, like you're saying, like you experience so much more life just by like being pushed in like a very real way you experience so much more oh absolutely and i think the cool thing is that it's almost like a domino effect because for me after i went to la i was like okay i know in my life i want to do like a bike trip down pacific highway yeah. and i've told you this and yep. like a few of our other friends like that's something that i really am like trying to get in the works and like really have happened because i was like this is this is <laughs> like an opportunity and like just it's such a cool place like yeah. the west coast is dope and like the the landscape is so cool and everyone there is like so willing to talk which was mm -hmm. which was hard for me at first because i'm yeah. not like the most outgoing person but everyone like has like deep talks like everyone that i met like that australian guy and a few other people and even my friend that i met who's like from southern california um from iu like who i met up with there like we just were hiking around the hollywood sign and oh and i went to griffith observatory which was so dope because i'm like a huge <laughs> nerd and getting to see like the tesla coil and like all these different oh, like, yeah, telescope yeah. things that was that was dope also yeah but like the thing i think of it's just like a question it's like what do you have to lose but right? like what right like, what like if you think of something where you've been like challenged your life like even if it's like oh i'm trying a new food like literally what do you have to lose in doing this okay well the first night i thought i was oh, gonna get murdered by this by yeah, this for any of his life but <laughs> i was like this airbnb <laughs> is about to murk me but i think you're entirely right like what do i have to lose by doing like i don't know going flying across the country and meeting a bunch of new people like yeah. for four days what do i have to lose yeah exactly or even if you like the thing I always think that most people struggle with probably, except for those extroverts that just love talking to people is like going up to someone and just having like a normal conversation with them. Like, obviously we fear rejection right away. That's like what we fear. But like think, cause a lot of people love like communication. Like this is what I think about. Like a lot of people love to talk to someone else and just have a genuine conversation. So like, what do you have to lose? Like you get rejected by one people person. People okay. love talking about themselves. True. I'm one of those, <laughs> yeah, you know? True. And so if you start a conversation with someone and just like ask them like how their day is going mm -hmm. or what they're, what they've been up to or yeah. like what, if you're in a new like destination, like if you're traveling or something like why they're there, what their story is like mm -hmm. people 
love to an extent like love talking about themselves because they feel like it allows them like to relate to you and it allows mm-hmm. them to like build a sort of connection that you know like they have with their friends or like yeah. their other close ones you know so i think that's one way that like don't approach them and just like how's the weather today you know like be genuine and like i mean if you really want to meet new people then like i'm sure you're curious about yeah. like who they are and stuff so if you're genuine and if you like really approach it as you know like, oh, i want to learn more about you like people like will love to talk about themselves and then they'll like want to learn more about you and that's how it like spirals into this conversation of you know like wow like we have so much in common or we have so many different things that um we both like want to pursue like that's awesome i got to meet you and like we can continue doing like parts of like x y and z journeys of like of our Mm -hmm. life together so yeah yeah so i think if we relate this to what we kind of strive for in this is the habits um so i would say making a habit to push your comfort zone is a very hard thing because first of all it's hard enough for us all to like push our comfort zone like once or twice a week like whatever it may be um but i would say it's definitely something you can attain um through like being intentional with your time be like okay what is something that i do not do well like is it going to talk to someone new is it for me like i don't know going to the grocery alone or like going and doing something alone or like is it like going like skydiving or something that's like a goal of mine but like i've never done it because i'm scared and it's pushing my comfort zone but i would say like definitely um try to incorporate time whether it's thinking about what is a like habit i can develop um so that i push my comfort zone or think you probably have something in your mind already where it's like oh my comfort zone could be pushing this and i would say like make an exact plan and tell someone about that plan because when you're doing that like you got someone to back you right away and keep you to it. And that's super powerful. And if they don't find new friends <laughs> or yeah. more friends, <laughs> <laughs> something different after that. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we all know like something in our mind that mm. we're like, you know, we could do better at this or we could, cause like we've, you and I've talked about this before. Like there's some times where I'm in, so I worked at a church camp this summer and like, there's a few times definitely where like there were kids um, like praying or like sitting there like I could have prayed for them but I just like mm-hmm. or I could have like went up and just like talked Whatever, to them yeah. but I just didn't for like fear of rejection from mm-hmm. a sixth grader <laughs> you know <laughs> imagine when you, imagine like that's what's How holding you back you have to be. yeah and like but, <laughs> no, but really but I was like actually yeah and yeah. I was and I was thinking like man like if I could have had that conversation like what could have happened or like what could would that have helped them like all that stuff and it's mm-hmm. like don't necessarily beat yourself up about it but just take that with like no take away knowing that like you like should do that next time like you have yeah. the ability to do so next time yeah i just think of like love over fear like love over fear with that so it's like loving those other people over fear for yourself fear of rejection loving yourself enough to go explore over fear of being alone something like that and i think love over fear is huge for this and especially with pushing your comfort zones Thank you guys for listening to today's episode and Trent and I want to challenge you guys to think how or in what ways are you going to push yourself and push your comfort zone by the end of January. Now we encourage you guys to ask and tell your friends this question and um, just so you have someone to hold you accountable, but also to interact with us if you'd like and maybe interact with us on our Instagram page or through Anchor. 
and we will be doing the same with you guys just to encourage you and we'll be sharing some of the things that we're going to do throughout january to uh, push our comfort zone and grow in some new ways but thank you again for tuning in and we will be back next week